today is October 5th. What's in a name? Let's find out together as we study the book of Hosea. So yesterday we started looking at the minor prophets. We saw how uh, the word minor really just refers to the length of the books. They're, they're shorter than the other books. Uh, they have a major voice and a major influence in all of Israel. Today we're going to look at Hosea. And as you look at chapter 1 primarily, we'll get into 1 and 2 today, um, you'll notice that names are very important. Hosea names his children with names that God has given him to communicate a message that God has given him. So let's start with Hosea's name. The name Hosea is simply a different form of the name Joshua. In the book of Numbers, chapter 13, verse 8, when uh, the 12 spies were called out to go and, and uh, scout out uh, the, the promised land, Numbers 13, verse 8, says from the tribe of Ephraim, Hoshea, the son of Nun, and then in verse 16, these are the names of the men Moses sent out to explore the land. And Moses called Hosea, the son of Nun, by the name Joshua. It's actually a very slight difference in Hebrew. Hosea is a name that is repeated in the book of 2 Kings, chapter 15, verse 30. One of the later kings of Israel was named Hosea. Hosea the son of Elah conspired against Pekah and assassinated him. Then he began to rule over Israel in the 20th year of Jotham, son of Uzziah. Second Kings 17 tells of Hosea's reign. But we see the name repeated, and of course, repeated finally in Jesus, uh, which is a Greek pronunciation of the Hebrew name Joshua in the Old Testament. Hosea, Joshua, means God saves, God restores. The Lord says to Hosea, go and marry a prostitute so that some of her children will be conceived in prostitution. This will illustrate how Israel has acted like a prostitute by turning against the Lord and worshiping other gods. So Hosea married Gomer, the daughter of Diblaim. She became pregnant and gave Hosea a son. Hosea finds Gomer and marries her. Uh, Gomer actually occurs 
in Genesis chapter 10, verse 2, the three sons of Noah, Ham, Shem, and Japheth. Well, Japheth in Genesis 10:2, the descendants of Japheth were Gomer, Magog, Medijavan, Tubal, Meshech, and Tyrus. Japheth's oldest son was named Gomer. This uh, occurs again uh, later, and by the time we get around to the book of Ezekiel, chapter 38, verse 6, we see in a message to Gog, uh, starting in verse 5, Persia, Ethiopia, and Libya will join you too, will join Gog with all their weapons. Gomer and all its armies will also join you, along with the armies of Beth Togarma from the distant north and many others. These were nations that banded with Gog to fight against Israel. Gomer is the name of a nation. It's a, it's a tribe. Probably uh, it is known outside of the Hebrew Old Testament as Simmerah. Uh, Gomer, Simmera, uh, you see the, the, the similarity there of the names. In Hebrew, the word Gomer means complete. Now, her name is not particularly important for the story, other than the fact that when Hosea speaks, he speaks not only to Israel, the northern kingdom, but to Judah in the south as well, to the complete nation of Israel, northern kingdom and southern kingdom. So, Gomer becomes pregnant, bears Hosea a son. Verse 4, the Lord said, name the child Jezreel, from about to punish King Jehu's dynasty. In fact, I'll bring an end to Israel's independence. I'll break its military power in the Jezreel Valley. So, in the Jezreel Valley, um, we don't have a history of the war of how uh, Jehu's dynasty came to an end, but it did come to an end, and uh, very possibly it was due to a fight in the Jezreel Valley. The thing that stood out to me, do you know what city uh, is located in the southeastern end of the Jezreel Valley? It's the city of Megiddo, which stands on a mountain known as Mount Megiddo. Ar Megiddo, Armageddon. This is the site of the final battle. The Jezreel Valley seems to be a center of destruction and devastation. Now, if Jehu's dynasty ended in a great battle, this would be somewhat similar to naming your child 9-11 in America. 
or Vietnam, Omaha Beach. Pick any of the great battles that we've been engaged in at which there was an incredible loss of life. And that's what Hosea names his child. To make matters worse, the second child. Soon Gomer became pregnant again and gave birth to a daughter. And the Lord said to Hosea, Name your daughter Lo-Ruhamah, unloved. For I'll no longer show love to the people of Israel or forgive them. I'll show love to the people of Judah. I'll free them from their enemies, not with weapons and armies or horses and charioteers, but by my power is the Lord their God. Name your daughter unloved. Wow, what a name for that child to carry with them for their childhood life, at least. When Lo-Ruama was weaned, Gomer became pregnant again and gave birth to a second son. And the Lord said, <clears throat> name him Loami, not my people. For Israel is not my people, and I'm not their God. Think about that. Hosea's second son bore the name, not daddy's son. Now, Gomer at this time was practicing prostitution. It is very conceivable, possibly even likely, that this was not Hosea's son. But to name your child, not my son. To name your child, this is not mine. And the child bore that name through his childhood. Wow. Now the point of the book we'll see in chapter 2 tomorrow how it is that God invites Israel to return. God tells Hosea, change the names of your last two children. The first one, Jezreel, let it continue to be Jezreel. Hosea chapter 2, verse 22. The earth will answer the thirsty cries of the grain, the grapevines, the olive oils. And they in turn will answer Jezreel. Do you know what Jezreel means? God sows. God plants. God restores. So the name is appropriate. Just let that name mean what it really means. To your daughter that you called unloved, change her name. Call her beloved. I imagine the daughter was happy to receive the change in name. I'm certain that Hosea was. He had loved his children all along. And now he could name his daughter love. And your son, 
your second son, who bears the name, not daddy's boy. Call him daddy's boy. My people. God saves us. God restores us. Hosea, Joshua, proved his name true. God restores. When he restored his wife and restored his children by changing their name. So my question for you, is there something in your life today that God needs to restore? Turn it over to Him. Let Him restore it. Like and share this devotional with your friends on whatever platform you used to listen to it. Tomorrow, we'll ask the question, how long does God's patience last?